Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Stella Ray Herself podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, don't forget to screenshot this, put it on your IG story, tag me, or tweet it to me, all of that. I love to see who's watching. And I love the, like, not only the screenshots, but also the aesthetic IG stories. Like, those really bring me joy because, I don't know, I just think, like, I love doing that, you know? So when other people get the vibes, I just love that. It's really... I feel like I've been saying this so much in my vlogs and whatnot recently, but it's really the little things. I feel like especially these days, you know, not much we can do. Um, I mean, I guess that doesn't really apply to everyone because some people are still going out and living their regular lives, but it couldn't be me. So, you know, if my Duncan, if my weekly Duncan is going to make me happy, I'm going to continue to do that. We low-key have quite a few things to talk about today, and I'm excited to get into it, so... Let's just go ahead and get started. First, I wanted to talk about Aquarius season. Low-key, I'm a little sad Capricorn season is ending. Historically speaking, every, you know, you could say every January, every Capricorn season, whatever. I think I've probably, I know I've said this before. It's not just like Capricorn season. It's just like that New Year's energy of like, I don't know, being goal-oriented and like excitement about the year and like, you know, oh, like for me, I always like make plans and like I just feel just this good productive energy. It's probably the best way I could describe it. Probably a lot of you relate. I'm just gonna say I wish that Capricorn season would stay a little longer, but really it's just like, yeah. Anyway, I hope you get what I'm saying. So I'm trying to remind myself just the classics, you know, okay, you can't, you know, we need balance and you can't just like have one vibe forever. If we're only productive, like acting like robots every day, where what would the joy in that be? You know, it's like, okay, I'm having fun planning my year and like being like organizing for my year and whatnot but it's like you can't just do that the whole year because then you wouldn't have a year some of y'all probably relate uh i think a couple people comment have commented on my vlogs recently like damn sad to see capricorn season go but i really wonder how it's gonna change because usually you know in regular life i really never go out in january to begin with like i probably did a couple times last year but it's really one of the months where i go out the least so I wonder how much is really going to change because it's not like February is going to start or Aquarius season is going to start and then I'm going to be like going out you know so I wonder how much of this productive productive energy will still continue I don't know I'm just very intrigued but I definitely feel this like just a different vibe like almost an acceptance more of an acceptance than last year and just kind of like being okay with staying inside and like I feel like I am finally making content that I feel like good about proud of and I just feel really on top of it in that way 
I'm like, damn, if this is going to be it, like, I can just, like, do my own thing and, like, make videos and just, like, make a lot of content and connect with you guys and read my books and, like, whatever. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Versus last year, it was, like, such a shock. It wouldn't be a podcast without talking about this every single fucking time, but just wanted to give y'all an update. That's kind of how I'm feeling. I'm, like, interested. Want to keep the productive vibes going. Also trying to accept that they may change. Um... And I also wonder with Biden being inaugurated um, this week, I guess how the pandemic will change and just like how it's being dealt with. Because I know he's like said what he's going to do and whatnot, but like I wonder how our day-to-day lives are going to change over these next few months and over this these next year, these next four years, these next few months, bitch, the whole year, all of it. I thought we would talk, back to Aquarius season, I thought we would talk about what Aquarius season means and all of that and what it's going to look like this year. Aquarius is the opposite of Leo, which is my sign. And it's, they're so like, you know, opposite signs. It's like, okay, they're similar, but different, you know? So with Leo Aquarius, it's like Leo is about the self, but then Aquarius is like about the collective and like everyone as a whole. It is the sign representing the collective, humanitarianism, the future and innovation. And this is wellandgood.com. But I think we talked about the age of Aquarius like sometime last year. And I know at least for me, like I had always kind of heard that here and there, but I never really knew what it meant. And it basically refers to this time. And I forget when it was, but you know, all these planets are going into Aquarius when previously they had been in Capricorn. Capricorn is like a sign of traditionalism and like a pyramid structure, like you know, the government officials at the top and then, like, just a very patriarchal society and, like, you have to follow all these rules and, like, da-da-da-da. And then Aquarius is, again, a sign of, like, the collective and expansion and, like, almost questioning rules and whatnot. So all these planets going into Aquarius, I'm sure we can think of all these examples within the past year of how, and these past few years of so many people just like questioning the way that things have been. I feel like a lot of people have opened their eyes to a lot of just problems that lie within our society and within our government system. I feel like every day, every day America falls just a little more. So you really have to ask, if astrology is not real, why do it be real? Also, just so y'all know, Mercury retrograde is taking place during Aquarius season. And refinery29.com says, reflecting on your role in the collective and how you can make this world a better place is something we should be doing year round, but you may find yourself spending more time ruminating on this topic during the retrograde. Because y'all know, Mercury retrograde, a time of reflecting and like, I guess just like going, almost like going through old stuff and it could be literally like going through your closet, but then also just reevaluating maybe relationships or current routines or patterns that you may have developed and asking yourself like, is this really what I need in my life right now? Um, It's not really so much a great time to start new stuff or like sign a new contract or buy a new, I don't know, fucking computer or something so much as it is like planning for new projects or new purchases or I want to say trips but y'all better not be taking any trips right now for example I have been working on some merch designs and I could probably release them now 
But part of me is kind of like, let me wait till after retrograde because I just, you know, it's like, don't let astrology rule, like, rule and control your life. But I'm just like, um, I don't want, like, what if I release it and then, like, it's not exactly how I want it? Or what if there's, like, problems with shipping? Or, like, I don't know. So that's just, like, an example. Um, but I think this retrograde is honestly taking place at such a great time because, like I was saying, that beginning of the year energy is just so... It can be so fun, at least for me. And, like, that newness and, like, that... Just the, the goal setting and, like, let's do it. You know, this is how I want this year to go. Um, so then this retrograde is going to come and maybe make us, you know, rethink some of those plans or just plan a little more instead of, like, doing directly or like starting something new it's like okay I can step back and kind of reevaluate how last year went or how this went for me before or whatever and go through old stuff and it's almost like a not like a new year's 2.0 but just still kind of that new year new me energy like let's get rid of all this stuff like yesterday bitch it's gonna be in a vlog it might already be up but I went through all my makeup and like threw away a bunch of just like old probably a lot of it was expired products that I was just hanging on to like what if I need this what if I need this it's like but you don't you never use that just throw it away I feel like if you listen to this podcast you probably fuck with astrology but I feel like even if you don't it's like what's the harm in like reflecting like okay well if this time is for reflecting maybe I don't believe that but like I could still reflect I could still go through my closet or my makeup collection or whatever you know um so I just I really like that about astrology because it's like always changing and there's always like these new seasons and new kind of themes that I feel like each month presents or like each (laughs) every day honestly there's something different happening um but I just really like that so y'all will see the tweets like oh my god Mercury retrograde (laughs) families have a lot going on let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's like, it's gonna be fine. It's good. We need reflection periods and like not everything can be just the ultimate Capricorn grind mode or like the ultimate Leo season antic. You know, we need time to reflect and like renew and go through stuff both physically and like emotionally. And yeah, so let me know. First of all, do you fuck with Aquarius? If so or if not, what's your sign? And if you're an Aquarius, what do you like about being an Aquarius and what maybe stereotypes or like most common commonly known I don't know traits of an Aquarius do you most resonate with or least resonate with I've never had beef with an Aquarius I feel like I definitely fuck more with an Aquarius that maybe has some earth in their chart and I feel that in general with air signs like I can really fuck with an air sign like fire and air bitch it's gonna be like explosive like very fun but I have a lot of earth in my chart, so I need someone else too, because otherwise it's just like, it's going to be too much for me personally. But yeah, I fuck with y'all. So moving on, um, I just wanted to share a quick realization that I had. Also, that's the thing with Mercury Retrograde. You might have a lot of realizations. And TBTs might hit you up. 
so if they do it's just a good opportunity to notice how you feel if they hit you up like are you like oh my god do you get butterflies which is actually kind of like anxiety are you disgusted do you feel nothing and maybe one time once upon a time you felt something um, but I had this realization kind of related to the attached book that we were talking about in the last episode and I was going through my journal and you know I like to write about my crushes in my journal and like whatever and this was like from a while ago but I was writing about this one guy and I was like Basically, I think this guy had a very secure attachment style because in my journal, I'm like writing about how I was like, this just feels like very normal and like I'm not worried about him not texting me back and I just don't have this like obsessive energy that I've felt over so many guys where it's like I want to know like, oh my God, why isn't he texting me back? I have like anxiety about texting first. If they FaceTime me, like my heart drops. I'm like, oh my God, they're FaceTime. I was like, it just feels very normal, like almost a friendship, but like more than that. But it's just in that way of like, I don't feel this like anxiety, butterfly type obsessiveness. So that was interesting. And then I was writing about this other guy and I was like, I literally said word for word, like I am starting to feel the addictive flavor and I don't know if that's a good thing. And by that, (laughs) I meant that like, obsessive energy that I think is basically the emotional highs and lows of being in a relationship or being or you know talking to or whatever someone who has more of an avoidant personality like or maybe just someone who's like playing games or you know they give you some attention but then they're going to withhold it and so you're always like wanting more and like grasping for more And now, because it's been, like, so long since that, I can look back and be like, yeah, that guy was, ended up being, like, pretty avoidant. And it was just kind of a very, almost, like, shallow relationship. Relationship, like, not, that was my boyfriend, but you know what I mean. Um, And it was never, I never had that, like, at-ease feeling that I did with this other person that I was writing about. So, bitch, that's why it's so helpful and, like, important, I think, to journal. Because, like, I told... Not that I, like, forgot about this, because obviously I remember these people. But it's, like, when you're in it, feeling it, and you write it down, like, you're not going to remember all these little details and, like, things about how you feel in that moment. So, I don't know. I just really try to journal when I am feeling something very intensely, whether it's, like, good, good or bad. Um... Because I just love coming back to it and like reflecting on it. It's like, it's like you give yourself, you give your future self tea, you know? So that's just like very helpful. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you haven't read that book, you definitely should. It just made so many things make sense. I don't want to like talk about it too much because I'm like, bitch, I made like a TikTok about it. I talked about it in my vlog. I made a podcast about it. Like I keep posting on my story, but I was tweeting about it. But it was just like very eye-opening and just made a lot of things make sense to me. Like why things happened the way that they did and like why I felt that way and whatnot. Anyway, um, yeah, definitely check it out. Use my Amazon link to get it if you do decide to buy it. But bitch, I love, I love when my past self gives me tea. So switching gears a little bit, we're going to talk about something a little more serious. And I just think it's important 
and very like relevant to our generation, our age group, you know. Okay, so we're just gonna get into it. I'm sure y'all either saw or heard about that um, J Alpha scam coconut oil video. Bitch, everyone, not everyone, a lot of people on my timeline were talking about it and it was just kind of like, oh, like everyone was talking about it and then like sharing what they thought. A lot of people liked it. Like, oh my God, wish this was me. And then other people were like, what the fuck? Why is this edited like his 2014 travel videos? But then it was just kind of like whatever over whatever. I saw a lot of TikToks about it too. Like, oh my God. So I kind of like forgot about that. So then last week I was just on my YouTube homepage and I had a recommended video that was like, I forget what it was called, but it was basically like about or like explaining the coconut oil video. And it was this girl's video. So I decided to watch it. And I guess it was the girl in the video. And she made this just like sit down video, basically talking about how he posted that without her consent and how now she's like getting all this harassment and so many people are slut shaming her and just like dealing with that and she just like she just went just talking about the whole situation and her relationship with him and what kind of person he is i feel like there's a few different aspects or like almost takeaways that we can learn from this um so of course she talked about the double standard you know, everyone's shaming her, like, oh my god, you whore, like, that's disgusting. And then to him, they're like, oh my god, like, cool vid, bro, like, oh, nice. She said, you know, he's just basically sitting back, turning off the comments, watching the views go up. He's, like, trendy again, because honestly, like, who cares about him these days? Yeah, you made little travel videos, but, like, no one cares anymore. So she she mentioned that, which is why I bring it up, like, we're gonna get into it, but basically... She also said something along the lines of, like, it makes people think that it's okay and that's just, like, this casual thing. Um, when in reality, like, she was very hurt by that and, again, just the amount of harassment that she received. But then he's just, like, I'm trending. IDC. That video is, like, a few years old. And they made it and she didn't really want to make it um, because she was, like, I've, like, made videos before but just, like, on my phone, like... She's like, I'm sure like all of us have, but he was like, I want this to be filmed. I want to edit this. It's going to be so cool, like whatever. So she was just kind of like, okay. Um, and w once they started breaking up or whatever, like having beef, he started threatening to post it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which, that's just, like, what kind of person are you? That's your go-to, like, as soon as you get mad or as soon as someone doesn't want to be with you anymore, like, you threaten to leak a sex tape that you made with them. Um, and then also just her overall description of him, you know, that he was very self-absorbed and that he was also broke 
and was borrowing money from her and still owed her like thousands of dollars and then like his manager scammed her they were like scamming her just it just it makes sense dude i saw i think i've said this before but i i don't know if it was a tweet or i don't know um but just like think of the worst guys you've ever come across and then imagine those guys having power having money having a lot of followers having the ability to like control people in that way you know it's like we look at attractive people attractive celebrities like oh my god he's so hot or like goals like i wish my boyfriend would film me in hawaii doing this and then it's like it's not like he's like this perfect person because you like the video then she also said something like i wasn't expecting this and i feel like that is very I feel like there's a lot of depth to that because, you know, it's always, people just always want to, like, blame usually the, uh, like, the girl or the victim. Like, well, why would you film that to begin with? Like, why, why would you get so drunk at that party? Why would you trust him? Like, why would you do this? It's like most people, most women aren't dumb. Like, obviously, if you thought, if you didn't trust this person, if you knew they were going to do that, you wouldn't have gone along with it, you know? So it's just, like, people are so quick to blame and they don't really look at, like, how they were, how the person was manipulated or how trust was broken or how, you know, the guy was actually evil. (laughs) It's like, you just want to be like, how could you let this happen? How could you be such a whore? It's like, if you're seeing someone and you make a video with them, it's like, obviously you like them, you trust them you don't expect them to do something like that so bitch i just hate that like oh my god people don't use their fucking brains they just want to like slut shame um so yeah if you're really interested in like all the details watch her video it's from end of december i didn't realize it had been up but it finally came up into my recommended but basically i my takeaways from it were just the concept of consent and then also you know when something does get leaked whether it's a video like this of like a public figure and this girl or like a celebrity's nudes, I think it's, you have to like practice what you preach. So if someone's shit gets leaked, don't look at it, don't share it, don't comment on it. It's like when dudes especially are like, oh, girls used to care so much about their nudes getting leaked, but now you have OnlyFans and you're just showing it all. And it's like, yeah, because having your news leaked is unconsensual you didn't want everyone to see that it was for one person or it was like for yourself or whatever and then with OnlyFans, it's like you're consenting like how do people not understand that concept or like why is it so different being seen in your underwear than your bikini it's like consent bikini it's like i'm aware people are gonna see me being in your underwear it's like don't fucking walk in on me i don't i'm not consenting (laughs) like people are so dumb um also my other kind of takeaway was just that same idea of like the industry manipulation and especially a lot of these guys just thinking they can get away with whatever um because they have followers because they're conventionally attractive because whatever reason um and just how much of that just how much of it is fake like how much of someone's 
public image or Instagram image, whatever, is fake. It's an image. And it's like, at the end of the day, you just want views. You just want to be validated. You just... She kept talking about how, like, oh, his ex tweeted that his dick was small, so he wanted to prove that it wasn't. People just want clout. They just want money. They just want retweets, and they don't really care, like, how much they hurt someone else as long as they get... As long as they reach their goal. So I don't want to say don't trust anyone, but bitch, do not trust these hoes. And by hoes, I mean these bros. Yeah, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. I feel like it was, again, a lot of different points, you know, from the consent to like just this industry thing. But watching it, I just felt so bad because it's like, I definitely know what it feels like to be like manipulated by a guy in that way and like have your trust broken and like that just really sucks and i just can't imagine like having your video be leaked like that on such a scale you know such such a large scale I have so many people talking about it and like i just can't imagine how much fucking backlash she received while well, he just like sits back and it's like finally i'm relevant again disappointing but not surprising so let me, let me know um, what your thoughts are on that. If you watched the girls' video, and then also, like, if you can relate in any capacity, what are your thoughts regarding consent and all of that. Um, yeah. So I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. I do have a new book coming in the mail, so I'm excited to have a new one to talk about. Um, my goal is to read, like, at least one book a month this year, so we're staying strong. Um, but I can't wait, wait to read your comments regarding Aquarius season, Mercury retrograde, the addictive flavor, this, everything. Um, and don't forget to screenshot this or take a little cute aesthetic IG story. Tag me, I'll repost you, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.